Word. Yeah. All right. I'm less. What is the word I'm looking for? Is this a throwback to our first episode? Hell yeah, it is. Because this is our last episode of the year. Woot woot. But also, like said. Cheers. 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 We are not drinking alcohol today. It is uh, just a little uh, seasonal hot cocoa. And I'm having water because I messed up my tea. But fun fact, every Fast Past episode, Jason and I drink tea or some hot beverage. Unless there was the, the drunk, drunk episode, episode. in which I was, I was drinking vodka. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Fast Pass, the history podcast in close to 30 minutes or less. As always, I'm Megan. And I am Jason. And today, in the spirit of the holiday season, and because Christmas was yesterday, we wanted to discuss the heartwarming story of the Christmas truce. Isn't it called the Christmas Day truce? It's got a few names, actually. Some people call it the Christmas truce of 19... Oh, I don't want to give that away yet. Pop quiz! (laughs) What year did the Christmas Day truce happen? Uh, it, it was in World War One, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but what's the year, though? Oh, shit. 1915? <laughs> no, you're close, though. Uh, it was actually 1914. Dang it. Uh, 1914 was actually the first year of the war, so... I'm going to riff off and give a little background information because I feel like in any historical, God, I can't think of words today, endeavor, we should have context pretty much for everything we need historical context. I like so, that, endeavor. Solid endeavor. word. Thank you. It's a SAT word? Yeah. I don't know. I graduated college. SAT prep word. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so World War One claimed, wow, this is really sad. So World War One claimed the lives of more than 25 million people in the four years that it was fought from oh. 1914 to 1918. Yeah, I know. I was like, this is really heartwarming. And then I go right into murder. So not, for 1914 to 1918, 25 million. Million. Million with an M. With, an, with a capital M. Oh. With a double L. Yeah. Hmm. Now, the people who died, wow, this is also really sad. The people who died usually did by horrible means. Um, so the, one of the reasons that World War I was so deadly was because of the technological advances that happened at the start and during the war. For one, airplanes were introduced, and at first they were just used to like get vantage points. But then the Germans in 1916 were like, hey, what if we had guns to these? And so they did, and then we get dogfights and another way to die. Then also... Fun fact, uh, when they started using airplanes, they didn't want to add guns because guns would be too heavy. Yeah. So they just dropped giant metal darts. <laughs> like a butt ton of giant metal darts. <laughs> that sounds fake, but I know it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On top of giant metal dart planes and uh, eventually armed planes, chemical warfare was created by the Germans who used it for the first time in 1915 during a surprise attack. Now, this was a favorite weapon for the Germans, and anyone who wasn't wearing a gas mask either suffered immense pain or a gruesome death. The two that are most commonly associated with World War I are chlorine gas and mustard gas. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure chlorine gas was just, like, suffocated you to death, but mustard gas, like, created these little, like, I'm going to say boils, and if you breathed it in, like, they had that on the inside of your body. So just imagine your esophagus is just boils. Mm-hmm painful like extremely painful so yeah they they were like yeah i'm that's how i'm gonna kill people this was also the first time trench warfare was used to this degree and it had obviously awful outcomes 
The area between the two trenches was called No Man's Land, and it was the site of slaughter, as soldiers ran through undefended to die by the now-improved machine guns, flamethrowers, grenades. It was awful. And this war all started because of the death of... Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Go listen to him if you haven't seen that episode already. Pretty sure it's our first episode episode. No, it's our second episode episode. Our second episode episode that isn't a special. A. Um, now, alliances on alliances caused this war that nobody really had any business fighting in. Mm-hmm. But regardless, each side demonized the other side when war broke out. And the first ever war, this one that touched multiple continents, hence World War One, it was crazy for the time. Mm-hmm. Now, the Christmas Day Truce is a really interesting piece of this war because, I mean, who has ever heard of that happening? Uh, us. Now, because we're, we're talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, of course. But aside from this one, this doesn't just happen. Actually, on December 7th, that year, 1914, Pope Benedict XV actually suggested a temporary stop from the war for Christmas. But nobody listened to him. They were like, yeah, okay, um, stop the war. <laughs> Maybe, psych. But then they did. Yeah. I mean, and like, that's a weird thing to do because they're just like, hey, Pope, dude, uh, no, nah, we're not going to listen to you. But then they go listen to the Pope. But, and this is like a a pretty large jump from uh, early America where we started off with Washington crossing the Delaware Christmas Eve night or Christmas, Christmas Eve, Day yeah. like to go attack the British while they're partying and celebrating Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the thing is we don't we don't war doesn't stop for holidays ever. So the fact that Pope Benedict even suggested that was like crazy. Yeah, it was like, why are you doing this? Shut up, man. You're a pope. You're not a general. Go go home to your uh, big old pope building. Actually, fun fact, one of the popes was actually a general. Oh, I'll, shit. I'll do an episode on him later. Pope Julius. Hmm. So starting on Christmas Eve, uh, German and British soldiers who were fighting in the trenches actually started singing Christmas carols to each other from across the lines. It is said that at certain points, the British troops actually joined in with brass instruments to complement the German singing. Hmm. That's honestly really cool because... There's the whole language barrier to think about. It's like the English to German language barrier. And they're just partying. They're singing Christmas carols. That's really cool. I guess like Christmas carols all have the same beat and holiday cheer knows no language. Mm. So this is cool in and of itself. But on a Christmas day, they took it a step further. Some of the German soldiers actually got out of the trenches, passed through no man's land and approached the British lines. And they were calling out Merry Christmas in English. And this, like, I could see why the British were wary at first, because you don't just cross no man's land. Yeah. It, it was unheard It's no of. man's land. They thought it was a trick. They were like, these, these guys are going to try to kill us on Christmas like this. And there had been no official ceasefire, obviously. So for all they knew, this could have been a trick. But it wasn't. Yeah. Thankfully. And the British looked out, saw the Germans were not armed. So they climbed out of the trenches and shook hands with the enemy soldiers. Like, imagine this image, which I think is so strange and powerful at the same time. No man's land was death. So many people on both sides died there. And now these men are just standing there, shaking hands, wishing Merry Christmas to each other like they weren't enemies. They even exchanged gifts of uh, cigarettes, plum pudding, chocolate. Mm. And they sang Christmas carols together. It is said that... uh, a German even lit a Christmas tree around, like, the, the trenches. And they played soccer together. Yeah, these people... This was no man's land. 
where people die. There's barbed wire, like, barriers set up on their trenches, and then there's just people playing soccer in between. Yeah, this is like um, one of those patterns of opposites where, like, yeah. everything around them is awful, but what's happening is is really beautiful. Yeah. And, I don't know, for me, this kind of reinforces the idea of, of, like, how ugly war is. Like, we taught on the Allied powers that these people on the Axis powers were not good. They were evil. They were villains. When in reality, they were taught the same thing about the Allied powers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just feels like this event specifically for me solidifies how stupid war is. Sending people who did not want to fight in the first place to fight people who felt the same way. Mm -hmm. I I think if they're really going to fight in a war, the people who started it should fight because it's so sad to think that these people (laughs) exchanged gifts, played soccer, got to know each other, and then the next day they were just expected to go back to murdering one another. Mm -hmm. Torching them with a flamethrower killing them with mustard gas, shooting them down. Like, isn't that just strange? But for at least a day, there was peace. Peace yeah. was possible. Uh, the German lieutenant, Kurt Zemish? Yeah. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Zemish. I'm just going to go with that one. Kurt Zemish. That sounds right. He recalled, quote, how marvelously wonderful, yet how strange it was. The English officer felt the same way about it. Thus, Christmas, the celebration of love, managed to bring mortal enemies together as friends for a time. That's what I'm saying. It's almost like if this was achievable, isn't peace? These people clearly didn't want to be fighting one another. And, like, they didn't... I don't know. Maybe I'm just being an optimist, but peace is possible. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird thing, considering a lot of the episodes you've done have been dark and depressing. And yeah, you would seem like the biggest pessimist, but here you are being the optimist. And... It's moments like these in history that are probably the best because they make people change their way of thinking, their train of thought. It's like, if this can happen here, why can't it happen everywhere? And I guess that's why I do those like darker episodes, because I feel like if we educate ourselves on the darkness of it, Mm -hmm. we can find light Mm -hmm. going on. This is a light situation that honestly has some darkness to it, some like undertones of just it's like sad yeah but this little truce happened five months into the war so i feel like this was just people who had no strong desire to fight forced to fight on beliefs of other people who they don't even really know yeah and these alliances between the countries too that were meant to hold them together meant nothing and all it brought was uh slaughter because of a perceived slight So I believe, like uh, what you were saying before, I believe that uh, presidents or politicians in general should be fighting the wars. They shouldn't be just pointing and be like, oh, yeah, you go do this. Fight fight and die for our country. When they don't know what it means. They don't know the responsibility. They don't know the duty. They don't know how hard war really is. They don't understand the bloodshed. And... If they did, they wouldn't be starting such pointless wars. And if they want to say that they have an issue with another leader, by all means, have an issue with another leader. Just air those grievances, like, to their face. Yeah, don't if you want to, like, it. if you want to box, have at it. If you want to have a duel, go for it. Because at the end of the day, only one person dies in comparison to, like, an entire million. generation. Yeah. Because that's ridiculous. 
it was either World War One or World War Two where an entire generation of Russians just died. I'm pretty sure it was World War Two during the Battle of Stalingrad and Stalingrad? the other one that happened in Russia. Yeah. So there's so many people dying because of a small little issue that could have been worked out. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Archduke Franz Ferdinand being killed was an issue <laughs> that could have been worked out. But I'm saying it didn't need to involve multiple continents. Yeah, the alliances were stupid. Like, they could have narrowed it down and maybe had less people die. Maybe a few less. Maybe a handful of people could have died in comparison to 25 million. Are you fucking kidding me? And I think what's crazy about war... Sorry, we're riffing a little bit, but I feel like what's crazy about war is that, like, we say 25 million people, and it's just like, okay, but when you recognize that each one of those 25 million had a family, had a job, had a career, had a life, it just makes it so much harder for me. And I Mm -hmm. guess that's why I hate talking about war, because to me, it just feels like, how could you, in good conscience, do this to people when there's another option? The fact that 25 million people died, that's the population of, like, entire countries. Yeah. Sometimes even more. So the fact that on this day they came together and were peaceful. Yeah. Despite it all is pretty heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. Here on Fast Pass, we're going to remind you this holiday season that peace is possible as we share a heartwarming bit of history. Yep. And the rest is history. I just want to say a quick thank you all for tuning into this episode and all the other ones we've done this year. It's crazy to me that this actually happened, like this podcast, because Jason and I had been talking about it for so long. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we just sat down and did it, it's, I love, I love this. I love being able to research and teach everyone little bits of history that I know and flexing my researching muscle and finding some really cool stuff and events that I've heard of, but not researched before. It's, it's been a wild year. Yeah. And this was, this all started as like a little idea or like a fun thought whenever we would talk to each other about weird moments in history. The fact that we now have the opportunity to share our interests with you all, it's, it's been great. So I just wanted to say thank you all so much for your continued love. Much love from us to all of you. Next year though, we're going to have a bunch more history, some more guests because we all liked Trevor Mm -hmm. and some more specials. (laughs) Jason's going to get drunk on this one. Oh yeah. And as always, if you would like to request a topic for us to look into, do not hesitate to either DM us on Twitter, which is at FastPast1, or email us at FastPassPodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want any of the sources for this episode or any episode, just email us or DM us as well. Have a happy holiday season. We'll be back in the new year for new stuff. But for now, bye bye